2: And a good football Monday, everybody, here on Birds 365. Downtown is less than two weeks, 13 days until the season gets underway, and it can't get here fast enough for you guys and for us as well here at Birds 365. You got the MackleMack guys, McMullen and McDonald. Uh, Just a little bit of housekeeping before we start the show. Uh, Bojai and I put a bunch of guest requests out uh, for guys to join us on the show today. I guess the embarrassing loss that the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles were handed down in Miami against the Dolphins has everyone running for cover because uh, as of yet, we haven't been able to procure any guests for today's show. Everybody's in hiding with how yeah. bad that was. I think it's more of uh,
4: exhaustion from being in uh, 90 for, degrees From turning
2: their neck every time the Dolphins went into the end yeah. zone. Is that, I is the that way. the exhaustion? Jarrett? I,
4: Right, I, you know, I always say I I, I probably shouldn't. I'm I'm not going to go down that route. But the Dolphins have a theme song. That's basically, and I remember it as the Houston Oilers theme song. So for I remember some reason, that. Uh, Houston Oilers. Yeah, Houston. They have the same damn theme song. They really? have the same damn theme song, which I did not know, and I've been there before. I never noticed it before. I don't know. They played it so much that, you know, it was ingrained. And it's a terrible song, Jody. It's a terrible song. Um, and I don't like anything except the Sixers. I like the Sixers theme song. I've always liked it. It's always stuck with me. I don't mind that one. Uh, and the old one that they brought back, they currently use. Uh, people know it 109876ers, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, I can't stand the Eagles song because I hear it too much. It drives me insane. And now this one has luckily pushed the Eagles out of my mind. So at least I got that. So I have this stupid Miami Dolphins theme song reverberating. I can't get it out of my head, Jody. It's terrible. Well,
2: here's the good news. You won't have to hear it again this year because Eagles don't play the Dolphins during the regular season. Now, if they were to play again this year, it would be a February game, I guess we'd be okay with that because Eagles would be back in the Super Bowl. You don't have to worry about that theme song again this season. But if they played it over and over again and it got in your head, so be it. Maybe it got in the Eagles players' heads. I got a very easy way to stop the overplaying of a theme song. Don't let them continue to score touchdowns.
4: Well, really you know, easy,
2: as a matter of fact.
4: Yeah, well, you're not gonna you're not gonna play your good players, so you just suffer through it, and it is what it is. I, 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 it's not important, and and by the way, it's not important for the few good things as well as all the bad things. I mean, no start. The only potential starter who even dressed and played a little bit was Jordan Davis. Um, and I don't know why they dressed Jordan Davis to be honest. And he was just a cameo. Nobody else played, uh, no Jalen hurts. No miles Sanders go up and down 11 starters on offense. Nobody, nothing, nada, 11 starters on defense. If you want to consider Jordan Davis a starter, I think he's going to be a starter on September 11th. All right. 10 of 11. And he played like seven snaps. That's it. Nobody was out there. What, what are you getting so? And I'm not talking about you, Jody. But no, you I can't got talk about me because,
2: oh, yeah, I was ticked off. I was disappointed. I was unnerved. What? Why? And he, well, let me explain it to you why. All
4: right.
2: How much did the Eagles starters play? Nothing. How Nothing. much did the Dolphins starters play? How many Dolphins starters were left on the field after the first quarter? three series basically okay. two was out there. So it was, and it was 17 or nothing they, 17, they, they didn't come close to stopping them uh at any point in those three series what was the score of the game thereafter when the dolphin subs were playing the eagle subs what was the score if you just
4: yeah they cut were... it off
2: right there 17 None. take those 70 points put them aside what was the score thereafter uh, it, it, it was terrible. There's 31 to 10. to 10.
4: 31 so, to
2: 10. So that's why it's bothering me. Okay. Yeah. The dolphins went a specific way. Their coach chose to play their starters. He wanted to get him a little bit of action, get him in a mode for uh, two different philosophies, two different teams, total protection, bubble wrap as compared to no, we're going to get our guys some run and see what they can do. And Oh, by the way, they look damn good. Okay. That's fine. I get it. Advantage dolphins. The dolphins should have taken advantage. They did. Okay, now it's your subs against our subs. That was 31 to 10. Is the Are the Eagles backups or their subs that bad that they couldn't be competitive against the Dolphins subs? Well, Dolphin, certainly. It's been 20 years since the Dolphins won a playoff game here. We're not talking about they were playing the greatest team on turf second team. They're playing a Dolphins second team, and they got run off the field.
4: Uh, well, certain positions, yeah, they don't have depth. The secondary, we've been talking about a lot, and then they didn't even dress Zach McPherson, Jody, who can't play to be honest. They didn't even dress him, so they're down to the Mac McCains of the world, who's getting run past by Tyreek Kills having the time of his life out there with, with, with Mac McKean and Kayvon Wallace. Um, yeah, I mean, secondary tight end, we talk about, um running back there's some issues uh uh there there's some depth issues uh and and you know the NFL in many ways is a war of attrition we all know that and if you get the wrong injuries at the at the right spots you could be in a lot of trouble in the Eagles but that's every team so i i mean i i'm you know i i can't get worked up about it it's 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 that meaningless and i i tilt more towards this is More evidence that we shouldn't even be playing these games they're a waste of time they're a waste of time and energy and by the way it's kind of untoward that you're throwing out a bunch of crash test dummies and i know that's harsh but i've been calling them that for years because Mm -hmm. that's what you're doing that's what you're doing now they have dreams and they want to show up and they want to they want to make an nfl team whether it's here or or somewhere else and you know they're taking on this this stuff but for people that cry safety all the time and and you look at this and you turn your eye to that those those people are hypocrites because they don't care about they only care about the safety of the good players not the bad players right. exactly um, but they're they they're incredible hypocrites so you have all these moving parts but, yeah, I'm, I'm not getting upset about that. I can't. I I couldn't work. You know who was upset a little bit because he's a very competitive guy, and that's Nick Sirianni. Yeah, so as well he should it, be. Yeah, he showed a little bit of frustration. But, I mean, he's being unrealistic if he says, well, I expected more. Well, did you? Because I didn't. You know, if if, if, if I, I saw Tyreek Hill run by Darius Slade like he wasn't there in practice. So, excuse me. If I'm not surprised, he doesn't have an issue with Mac McCain. I, I, I you know, if you expect, hey, Mac, go out there and check uh, Tyree Kill. I expect more. Well, that's on you, buddy. Sorry. Here's, that's here's, on you.
2: Here's where I'm on the exact same page Nick was. And I just explained it to you. I'll explain it again for Nick Sirianni here. Okay, 17-0. Your start is against star subs. You kicked our ass. We get it. We we chose a course of action. We're protecting our stars and starters. You're not good on you. Seventeen to nothing. Wipe it off the board. Now our backups get to play against your backups, and you kick our ass continually. If I'm Nick Sirianni, yeah, I'm pissed off. If yeah, Mac McCain not good enough. Uh, Kerry Vincent not good enough. Okay, they're not gonna be on the team. They're gonna get cut. Guess what? The Dolphins had a whole bunch of players who weren't gonna be. <laughs>
4: <coughs> yeah, work yeah same thing. Yeah, Duffins, I, I know Duffins what you're Guys
2: who were going to get cut who are running wild against the Eagles the oh, other if, day.
4: If, if you go, if you go all the way back to the the preseason opener against the Jets, and you know they make me pick a winner for these games. I don't, I don't know why, but I picked the Jets because the Jets had the better,
2: better third string third quarterback. string quarterback,
4: right. and turns out fourth string quarterback. And he um, did it
2: again yesterday against the Giants. Yeah, Stryker same stupid thing.
4: Look at their, but but so the Eagles' starting quarterback was their backup. He was in there when Tua was in there. Then you're down to Reed Sinenet. They have Teddy Bridgewater as the second, who, who who arguably is a top 32 quarterback. You know, he'd probably be 31 or 32, but he's one of the better backup quarterbacks in the NFL. And then their third string quarterback is Skylar Thompson, who's a seventh round pick, and he looks better than Reed Sennette. And you know, look, the Eagles, the Eagles don't have a good third, fourth quarterback situation. So you're going to struggle offensively. You know that because you can't get some things. Now I'm with you. There were certain guys on defense. You're like, what the heck are they doing? Davion Taylor has gone from, you know, the first two weeks of camp, he looked great. And then the last two weeks he looked so bad. I I I don't even know how you can turn the switch like that. You mentioned Kerry Benson. I don't know what the heck he was doing all night. Tay Gowan. You know, these were players. Remember pre James Bradbury? Every time Howard Roseman, Nick Suriani oh, yeah. showed up there, we love Mac McCain. We love Ken, Tay Gowan. Well, we love Kerry Benson. Well, obviously you don't, because you know. And you did the right thing by going out. They
2: may have at the time now evidence to the contrary. Oops, we might've over-evaluated that player.
4: Yeah. So, uh, you know, I can't, I can't, as much as I, I'd like to get concerned about it. I can't. I mean, look at the guys who are showing up in Detroit in a couple of weeks, the Lane Johnson of the world, Jordan. They're all sitting there. Landed, they, they had the picture of the, of the whole offensive line sitting on the bench in street clothes. I mean, the A.J. Browns of the world, the Devontae Smiths, the Dallas Goddards. I I can't – I don't care what Mac McCain does against Tyreek Hill. I don't care what Kayvon Wallace does against Tyreek Hill. And by the same method, you know, everybody – Everybody's getting Jedi mind tricked into Devin Allen. That's how I called it. And 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 because he was good as a gunner and punt punt and they need a gunner. But let me let me throw cold water on that people. You know, Miami's not game planning either. They don't even know who's thinking Devin Allen is. If you put it on tape and somebody's getting there and you got it against a good team, and you say a guy who hasn't played football in six years, hey, we're gonna double team him. Yeah, he's going to run. Is he going to get off a double team in the NFL against good special teams players? I don't care about that either. So it's sort of both categories. It's like, why are we doing this? Why are we? Do- Let's go to college football. Practice, do your joint practices, show up for week one or week zero, whatever they call it in college football now, and play.
2: All right, a couple of things. Number one, yeah, I'm kind of with you on Devin Allen the dolphin punter fumbled the ball it wasn't like it was perfect timing and he he jarred the ball no the guy muffed the punt Devin Allen was down there he was in the area maybe the guy heard him coming and saw him
4: out of the corner of his eye but he muffed the punt it wasn't like well the fumble return is not even the one before that it was about a 58 yard punt and Allen was right there for a two yard um, tackle for loss. That was that was the better play as a gunner. You're right. The the fumble was just sort of, you know, he he botched it. Right. But he was there, um, and that's why people are getting excited. And they do need a gunner. But again, nobody knows who Devin Allen is. He's out there against third teamers. Um, if somebody sees him on film and says, "Wow, that guy can really run," um, he's been creating an issue. You just put two guys on him. Is he going to get off two guys? Maybe. I don't know, but that's not that's not valuable. That's not valuable to do that in that type of game, and that's kind of my point. And both sides of it. So yeah. I don't I don't know what Mike McDaniel's doing. I always say, I probably told you this before, Jody, back when preseason meant a little bit more. I always had two guys, Dennis Green, I remember, and and Marv Levy, and Dennis Green was the. i'm out there i'm going to try to win these games he he said winning's a habit uh and and therefore losing is a habit i agree with that and uh now he wasn't putting in spur stringers to try to win the games at the end of the fourth quarter but he was trying to win a game with the players he had out there um and then you had marb who was the exact opposite when buffalo was going all those super bowls he'd get trounced take a look at some of those preseason scores he wouldn't play anybody. He's looking for three or four players on the back end of his roster to make the best team possible. And they both worked. They were both really good coaches at the time. And and you can have differing philosophies. Um, you know, maybe that helps the Dolphins. Maybe maybe it gives them some confidence. Um, but from the Eagles' perspective, uh, I I I I know what they're doing. They're not playing anybody. They don't value it. I can't get upset about it.
2: Okay. Um, uh, you mentioned Kayvon Wallace getting beat by Tyreek Hill in that uh, first possession. Here's my question, JG: Why is Kayvon Wallace covering Tyreek Hill? Why, well Why do Why do you have a safety in coverage on the fastest man on the? Well, planet?
4: that was that was it, zone. That was zone. He he had already ran by Mac McCain. I mean that the, the 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 he he ran by Mac McCain and then, you know, K said after the game he gave him a five yard cushion. And he still ran by him like he wasn't there. I mean, look, I I talked to JG before Thursday's practice. He told me flat out. I mean, day one install. I, you know, we're not doing anything. I mean, they're just they're just running basic basic what i said you know if there was a flavor uh, of ice cream more vanilla than vanilla that was the eagles um and that's why i'm uh, you, you're just throwing athletes out there and tell them to play you know so it, it's not about game planning like it that's the thing jody nobody he's he's not putting stuff in for Tyreek Hill because Tyreek Hill, Hill is on the field uh in 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 week 3 of the preseason game 3 of the preseason. In 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 a regular season if you're playing the dolphins or the chiefs previously, your whole stinking game plan starts with Tyreek Hill. The whole thing. So again, not meaningful
2: Fair enough. Uh, uh, I got to believe that your your athleticism is challenged when a guy just runs by you. And you and I both believe Mac McCain will be an ex-Philadelphia Eagle in the next 48 hours. So, oh, yeah, I don't know that, about
4: that. Uh, you you gonna think McCain's the... going to make the – well, uh, no, I think he'll be back on – yeah, he's not going to make the 53. He's not
2: going to make the 53. Um. I don't think Kayvon Wallace should make the 53 either, but we'll see about that because he was a draft pick. And yeah, we're going to talk plenty about the roster because the cutdown does come tomorrow afternoon in a second. But let me reiterate one more thing before we get in our first break. Let me again state that it's a good thing that the Detroit Lions are your opening game opponent. Uh, some people, I think my partner included, have uh, posited that No, you'd actually rather play Detroit later in the year when they don't know how bad they are yet. Uh, They'll have figured it out by then. Give them the second half of the season, the first. Oh, no. You can say all you want about not caring and not preparing and playing their backups and don't worry about matchups. The Philadelphia Eagles don't look ready to start the season for me. I don't think that they're up to speed with the talent that they have, the roster that they have, to hit the ground running at 100% 13 days from now in Detroit. I don't believe that. I think they can be better. They've made a conscious decision to prep the way that they prepped vanilla light, not even vanilla. Vanilla light is what they're doing as far as coaching goes. Okay. add all those things up that adds up to me, not to 100%. And I would like to see my football team be at 100% week one to be ready that they all count the same at the end of the season, all 17 games. You don't get one point two percent for a December win, as compared to 008 percent for
4: a September win.
2: So they're all the same. So I think you should be at, at damn close to one hundred percent. But well,
4: hey, I'll throw in that I don't think anybody's at one hundred percent week one. Well, I think other optimum.
2: teams are in a better position or closer to well, being one hundred percent to vote up Eagles.
4: That's fair to say. Potentially, if they go about it a different way, exactly. I, I you point. know, I do think you know playing Detroit. Week 10, when they realize they stink again, would be uh, easier than week one. Um, nope. I still think the Eagles are going to win. You're looking again.
2: at it from a Detroit right perspective, you got to look at it from an Eagle perspective. If the Eagles aren't at 100, mm-hmm. if you want to say nobody's nope, at 100, okay, other teams are 90, the Eagles are 80, because the Eagles have gone through their preparation. Well, in what, the, the, way they the two are.
4: things aren't mutually exclusive. I didn't, it that my finish the thought. I'm picking the Eagles to win the game, all right. They're going to out-talent the Lions. They're going to out-talent the Lions. All I said, those two things are not mutually exclusive. I think it would be easier against the Lions in Week 10 when they know they stink than when they're fighting and clawing in Week 1 on their home opener when everybody's got optimism and everybody's excited going a million miles an hour. I just think it's for that particular team, it would be easier later in the season to play them. Doesn't mean the Eagles are going to lose the game. They're going to out-talent them. And that's the thing about the Eagles. I've been yeah, talking see. about their coaching staff for a while. I don't know how good this coaching staff is. But they're going to out-talent a lot of people. And they're going to not... out-talent a lot of people.
2: John, it's, when you say their coaching staff, you have to say the organization. Because I think the coaching staff has been directed to handle business since they had their first day of minicamp uh, mini camp to do things in a certain way. I don't believe Nick Sirianni is, is controlling everything. I think he's controlling a lot, but I think there are organizational philosophies that are evident with this team. And I don't agree with all of them. And I think they could be better prepared oh, I've for, for my stand by my, it's a good thing. They're playing the lions. Cause if it came down to just, well, we got to out talent someone week one. Yeah. Let me out talent the bad team.
4: Let me get off to a win rather than playing the Green Bay Packers week one. I'd rather be playing the Detroit Lions. I agree wholeheartedly with that. I've been saying for months. I don't care how many times Nick Sirianni tells me. I see him get frustrated. I know how competitive he is. I don't care how many times he tells me he's on board with all this, uh, um, you know, safety stuff and short practice. I don't believe it. I'll never believe it. I'll never believe it. That is an organizational decision. I've said that for over a year. um, I've been saying that. Um, So that part of it, but I'm talking, you know, and I've said it before. I'm I'm talking scheme wise. And, you know, a lot of people don't like Jonathan Gannon. Um, Nick seems to get more of a pass, but I'm talking both sides of the football. I don't know how great they are. Um, I said all the time about innovation. That's what I was sold when they came here. All I see, I don't see much innovation. I see a, plenty of good things. I see them taking advantage of the talent they have offensively, where at least I saw it last year. We'll see if it'll continue this year. I see, you know, the philosophy of Jonathan Gannon, which makes sense to me. Um, all that I see. Um, but, you know, this team does things pretty simply. And when you do things simply, it's not necessarily bad, but you're relying on talent. And they have the talent to out-talent a lot of people. And that's why I have optimism for this, for this team. And by talent, I mean 1 through 33, because that's how many people didn't dress. Uh, I don't mean 33 to 53. So if you get wrong injuries at, at those right spots that I said, then he might be in some trouble because the depth did not look good to say the least.
2: I appreciate the sentiment of uh, Steven Jackson on our uh, stream here. Uh, us playing the lions week one might be the reason our starters didn't play in yesterday's game that will be the official preseason for the they could have been playing
4: the super bowl stinking champions and they weren't going to be playing in week three and that's an organization that's an organizational philosophy they could be playing the rams in week one nobody would have played nobody would have played Uh, but uh, that's
2: that's the level of talent the lions are you can get into your preseason uh, your actual hit the ground jogging rather than running week one and still be able to beat the lions he's john McMullen. i'm jody mcdonald we are the mac and mac guys here on birds 365 come back we'll get a little bit more in-depth on john McMullen's 53 it is cut down day tomorrow in the national football league Maybe it's going to be easier than we thought for the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> some guys i, I absolutely... well, I've said,
4: you know, before that game, here's the difference. And I know we got to get the break, so I'll just say that. Before that game, I was finding it hard to cut to 53. After that game, I was finding it hard to get to 53. I wanted to dump everybody. So I, I had to get to 53 not cut down to 53
2: counting down and counting up uh yes maybe the the task changed for nick sirianni and his coaching staff oh and did i leave howie roseman out my apologies howie we know you are the man who is going to be more influential in
4: putting the first I, way, I like the way john more. let me let me add you know yeah uh, way for, more influential let me add that in
2: Way more influence. Agreed. Uh, McDonald and McMullen, your birds three sixty Mac and Mac guys here on Birds three sixty-five.
7: Plan your day with confidence. Definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand. And keep your family safe with Action News and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Well over seven inches of rain. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising right now. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. On TV, on 6abc.com, and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you. Action News and AccuWeather.
6: To learn more about who we are, what we do,
3: and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us,
8: IBEW98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free.
7: You're telling me that bottle is cut in half?
8: You could say that. Go for the pulse
2: You got your Mega Mac guys. Got McClellan and Jody McDonald here with you. on Three Sixty Five as the countdown to kickoff of the 2022 season continues down to just 13 days before the Eagles head to Motown to take on the Lions. All right, uh, Johnny Mac, uh, because you were down in Miami last week, we didn't get uh, as much of you as we needed, um, and you're being more dismissive of the importance of this final preseason game because. You just don't care. The Eagles had 30 some odd guys. Their subs stink. Okay, fine. They're not going to be on the Eagles anyway. Uh, I I put a little more credence on it. Um, So we'll disagree slightly there. The all important joint practices, which we've been told now for a year and change are actually more important than preseason games. And the coaching staff looks to uh, do more and learn more and take more out of joint practices unfortunately one was canceled good to see you didn't get the stomach bug that was going around down there in Miami uh that, uh, that yeah al- I
4: was oh. by the way I got to the airport yesterday and I got there early because I was trying to fly standby so that didn't work but then um you know I turned to the gate it's finally getting close I'm heading to the gate where my flight is going to leave and it's in this little corner of the Miami airport, it's probably the hardest gate to bind, of course. And uh, I, I turn the corner, and there's this poor young uh, woman just letting it go, if you know what I mean. Uh, if, if what happens when you have a stomach virus, right oh, there really? at the gate. And I'm like, man, what the heck is going on in Miami? So.
5: Just yeah.
2: on, on the floor in a trash can. Now And
4: it, 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 it looked like her parents were there and there was a, you know, she had a bag, but okay. you, know, you could hear it. It was not, uh, it was not pleasant.
2: Audible. Gotcha. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So, uh,
2: so she got it. You didn't, that's a good thing. Sorry for her. Um, uh, but the Eagles were shorted a joint practice, which uh, threw their preparation off a little bit. Shame on them. If that is actually the case. Uh, How'd that first joint practice go?
4: Well, (laughs) it was Jalen Hurts' best practice ever. According to Coach
2: Nick Sirianni, he did say that. Did did he say that to you? Did he have a straight face on when he said it?
4: uh, He did, and he did. Um, And I kind of understand it. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But the Dolphins won the practice. They won the practice, so the Eagles are no longer undefeated in joint practices. Um, you know, the defense had issues against Tyreek Hill, um, which again, there's there's one Tyreek Hill, so you're not going to see that every right,
2: week. But was, was Tyreek Hill the only guy who caught passes? No. Or were there other Dolphins no, guys that, who but, caught
4: passes? I them? mean, you know, part of it is the splashiness of making the big plays. And, you know, they started to struggle. The Eagles got better. The Dolphins started to struggle as the practice went on a little bit the eagles got a little bit better uh jg was upset how they came out uh and they basically let tyree just run through the defense and that was um, darius
2: slay who would let him run by him, right one of the eagles starters, yeah. well it was one hot. of the only two eagle players that are actually in the nfl's top 100 players uh, tyree Hill ran right by him too yeah, right? and that's another
4: thing i wouldn't get too upset about that either I've seen players. Man,
2: you are so freaking easy, McMullen. Nah,
4: nah, I, I've seen players fill that out. I, I've seen players t- take 60 seconds of thought to fill that thing out. You know, because you're not picking 100 players. They tell you, they go in the locker room, they give you a piece of paper, says top 100s, um, and they say, write down as many names as you, as you want. And, you know, guys write down 10, 15 names, maybe. If they go that far and they give it that much thought. So I wouldn't get worked up about that.
2: Okay. Either. You were talking about the top one out. I thought you were saying, Yeah, I'm not worried about Darius. Slay either
4: side. Oh no, I'm it's not worried about Tyreek. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not worried about a four-time Pro Bowl corner. No. I'm I'm not worried about a top five corner in the NFL. Is he gonna get get beat by Tyree Hill on occasion? Yeah, corners get beat. There's no such thing in the modern NFL. I mean, everything's skewed towards the offense, yada, yada, yada. My point is there's one Tyreek Hill. There's exactly one. Nobody else is duplicating what Tyreek Hill brings. The Eagles tried to do it with Jalen Rager. I can't say that with a straight face. Uh, that was their whole plan. Well, we got to stretch the field vertically and horizontally like Tyreek does. Um, so that's laughable. Uh, my point is he ain't showing up every week. So, no, I'm not typically – I'm not really concerned about that. Um as far as the offense, as far as what Nick said, there was a lot of checkdowns and from his philosophy, remember coaches look at practice different than, than us, even media fans, whatever. Um, you know, so what he was excited about was Jalen was taking What would the Dolphins, the Dolphins play the same stinking defense as the Eagles. So everybody excited. They're playing a lot of zone. Um, they're trying to limit explosive plays. Um, They're trying to make you throw the ball underneath. And he threw it underneath again and again and again. He took what was there. And so Nick was really excited about the decision-making standpoint of it. But there wasn't a lot of splash plays. And the one splash play there was, it was really DeMonte Smith coming back for an underthrown ball. um, Draws a pass interference. Caught it as well. Uh, And that was pretty much it. So to the average fan, even to the average media member, that's going to look like an emphatic uh, Dolphins win. Um, Nick was more happy with it than probably the fans and and the media were um, because Jalen Hurts was making the right decision. So take of it what you will. But he wasn't lying. He was really excited because in, in past he would, you know, we try to make something out of nothing. And that's part of what they're trying to say. Hey, look, you don't have to hit a home run on every play. If it's third and seven and you get five yards, maybe we'll go for it on fourth and two. You know, that's better than trying to force the football and all that kind of stuff. So that's what he was saying about uh good practice. And so, I, like, I think it was telling the truth.
2: Well, let me get this straight. And I, I uh, can wrap my head around, uh, Sirianni's line of thinking that uh, he just wanted Jalen to take what was there. And if that was the only thing he accomplished, that's a good thing he accomplished. That I can get. But just overall, the Dolphins and the Jets play, uh, the Eagles and the Dolphins play similar defense. They're both looking to limit the splash plays. Jalen Hurts was great because he didn't try and force any splash plays, but the Dolphins were making splash plays all over the field where was the eagle defense that supposedly there to limit splash plays
4: well the defense didn't play as well but they got better as the as the session wore on they were really bad probably first half uh and then they were okay even made some plays in the second half um yeah, I mean, they lost, you know, they lost a joint practice. Yeah, it, uh, but, and by the way, I predicted they would lose a joint practice because they're on the road for the second consecutive week. Uh, they're in that heat, which is, you know, the Dolphins, who, by the way, have a beautiful, beautiful training facility. Um you know, they have this giant indoor practice field and, and, you know, you get there for the first day of practice and that's another story. Maybe I'll get into that. The Uber driver took me to, took uh, Ed Kratz with me me as well. Um, Took us to the old Dolphins training facility. And if you, which is only about 10 miles away, but if, if you're 10 miles away from something in Miami traffic and that's like a half hour. So, I did get there for the start of practice. But, you know, the Dolphins, because they live in it, they're stretching and warming up in the air-conditioned indoor facility. The Eagles are out there baking for 20 minutes <laughs> in 103% humidity, which isn't even a real number, but that's what my weather app told me. 103%, Jody, which doesn't exist. It's supposed to be 100 um, yeah, it was just funny. The Dolphins know how to, how to deal with it, but it, it again, all right. They lost I for weeks. I'm saying, who cares? They won. you. I make fun of it all the time. I hope people understand. I make fun of their joint undisputed joint practice champions. I hope they understand that sarcasm. All
6: right. Same
2: but, thing with a loss. Who okay. I, I got you, Johnny Mac. Uh, the joint practice is the preseason. Other than what they've done nine months prior to and the season before that and the season before that, how do we know what the Eagles are coming into 2022? If we don't judge the preseason games because the starters don't play and the coaches don't care and it doesn't matter that it's 48 to 10, that the joint practices really aren't all that important because it's
4: 103 I did say they community. weren't important. And the joint practice, the practice is very important. But practice is about, is about, uh, I don't want to go the cliche route, the nonsense of getting 1% better every day, but practice is about, you know, repetition. Practice is about doing something correctly. Practice is like turning something you're supposed to do, whether it's technique and fundamentals into sort of muscle memory. Practice isn't about, you're never going to get beat. You're never going to make a bad play. And in, in fact, practice is a time, do you think of it from a baseball mentality? You know, a, a great pitcher working on a new pitch in spring t- training, all fans get upset. Oh, so-and-so gave up four home runs. He's trying to add a slider or or a splitter. He's trying to work on some things. Practice is very important to coaches. Very, very important to coaches. But, I, you know, they don't... Well, then, see-
2: then, hold on, jo- joint practices are important or aren't important? Are. Okay. Very well, you important. just Two minutes ago said, yeah, you know, when I say they're important, I hope people understand I'm saying it cynically. With no, no, really no, 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 no. Which is
4: it? Are they important? Aren't they important? They are important. This is what I said. Saying people, saying someone won a joint practice is not important. That's what I said. Those are not the same things. Okay. It, it is very important. I just said it's about it's about technique. It's about fundamental. It's about doing what Nick Sirianni was saying about Jalen Hurts. It's about doing what you're supposed to do. Uh, you can you can do the right thing and have the wrong result, but if you do the right thing over and over and over and over and over again, you're going to have the right result more than the wrong result. That's what practice is about. That's what's really important uh, to coaches. The fact that we, and I, I put myself in that category as well, but we as media members make a big deal out of who wins and loses, and I don't make it as nearly as big a deal as some people that shall remain unnamed, that sort of creates the narrative where the fans is like, oh, this is really important. It's not important when they win. It's not important when they lose. Did they get better in that particular practice? Nick Sirianni seems to think the quarterback did, which is really important. Um, now, maybe there's some hyperbole involved on it. I don't know. I can't get in Nick's head. Um, but, I, I mean, I I don't – do, do you think it's important to win a joint practice? I guess I'll no. throw it back on you. Yeah. I, I don't I,
2: – I do, and I understand the point you're trying to make of – win and loss there's no scoreboard up there so it's anyone's opinion as to who got the better of it 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 can't be a perfect decision this is good this is bad that there's there's subjectivity to it certainly i understand that but i'll get back to my original question other than what the players had done previously in their careers in the nfl and with rookies they have no track record whatsoever how is an eagle fan to judge whether this team is better to start the season than the one that ended last year. If they practice in the bottom quarter of the national football league time spent on the field, hours logged. Is that a fair statement compared to the NFL that the bottom quarter, um, they lost all three of their preseason games the final score is not important blah, blah, blah. but your subs against our subs are your your starters against our, uh, breaking it down the way it needs to be breaking down and put it aside the fact that they lost the first quarter against the Duff, completely understandable your starters against our backups well of course it's supposed to crushes but then their subs against the eagle subs they got run off the field again uh they lost all three games well they lost two out of the three games um joint practices. They got uh beat up by the uh Dolphins here. The Browns, they certainly won the first one, second one debatable as to who won. It was close, caught a toss up, whatever. All those things don't add up to damn the Eagles are ready for the start of the season. For me, how do you determine that?
4: Um, I don't know. my 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 thought process with the modern NFL is nobody's ready for the regular season. Cause they don't prepare like they used to prepare. Um, so everybody's sort of on that scale. You've heard the, you know, the first two games are really the, the, the preseason in, in the modern NFL. So, yeah, I mean, we're all going to show up um, in Detroit, not knowing completely what you're going to see from this spilled out the Eagles team why I'd have them at 11 wins is because they have a lot of good players. They have more good players than most other teams. Um, when you talk about the guys who are supposed to perform, AJ Brown had a great camp. Uh, Devontae Smith was injured for a while, but nobody devout, uh, doubts Devontae Smith's talent. Dallas Goddard. Great. um, um you know, uh, uh, Darius Slay and James Bradbury have been great until Tyreek Hill showed up. And James has been nicked up a little bit recently. But, you know, earlier in camp, before James tweaked his groin, I said, I was debating okay, who has been the best player this summer for the Eagles? I had Bradbury number one, AJ number two. And it's no coincidence, by the way, that they're working against each other a lot. They go against each other in practice. (laughs) So, again, cliche, iron sharpens iron. But at times, it's real. At times, it's real. The the Eagles' good players look like good players. So, I'm not worried about 45 on the roster. Because the reason why, Jody, is I know if you have to play 45 on the roster, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Would I like to get some of those players up to speed? Would I like to get some better players? Sure. I've, but I've, 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 I'll, give you, I'll give you an example of the point I'm trying to make, John. Defensive tackle.
2: Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave. How have they performed this summer?
4: Well, Javon's been out for pretty much, you know, the past two, two plus weeks. Fletcher's been fine. No, no, no. Fletcher's Fletcher. I mean, he's not what he once was but he's a good player. Um, You know, judged by the, and I know we, we, pimp
2: some of our buddies. They're more your buddies than my buddies because they're ego beat guys like Jimmy Kemsky charting every single punt that Aaron Zippitz has at L.A. Shore Parks being able to
4: vote the the
2: completion percentage of Jalen Hurts practice tosses. Have you done the work on Fletcher Cox on how many times he has or hasn't beaten his man or occupied the tackler in an ego practice? Really? I got no bloody idea how ready Fletcher Cox is for week one. None. Zip zero zilch. And if I was standing next to you in practice and watched every single Eagle practice snap, I don't think I would know either. So that's my point. That we're 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 leaning on what they had done in previous seasons. And I think you have to do that in part, but in the Eagles case, it's more so because they just haven't done anything, they practice less. They, they show less in uh, whether you want to call them joint practices or whatever, and you want to completely dismiss the preseason games. I'd like something I can sink my teeth into if I'm an Eagle fan. And I'm telling you with this preseason, the way it was done, what they showed or didn't show, yeah, I'm less confident in the Eagles than I probably should be when I just look at their roster in a vacuum and go, here's the talent they had. Well, how is that going to apply itself once they start the 17 games? Shit, I don't know.
4: Well, I, I, I don't have an issue. I don't know either. Um, you know, but I have been watching football practices for close to 30 years, way too many of them. And I did, you know, you bring up Bletcher, well, you know, against the Dolphins and the bad practice, he almost killed a guy, uh, on a tackle per loss. So, I mean, there are little individual and I forget, I think it's Salban Ahmed, whoever the heck that is, but, um, Uh, for the Dolphins, Uh, you you still, I mean, (laughs) Fletcher Cox is a good football player. And yeah, I can can see that in practice. And I kind of snicker at people who go the opposite route and say, well, Fletcher's done, Fletcher's done. Because he's not what he once was when he was in the conversation for being the best defensive tackle in football outside of Aaron Donald. Um, He's not that, but he's still a really good player. And you I can see so. that. And I you hope you so. see that. At some point, um,
2: John, we realize that every player at some but he point was a but here's the thing, Joey.
4: Here's the thing. I don't know your gauging point. I don't know the the fans' gauging point because the majority of fans I know say Fletcher had a bad year last year. Fletcher didn't have a bad year last year by 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 film work and by what he was asked to do. He didn't have a bad year last year. He might not be what he once was but I think pro football focus, you know, he was better. They graded him better than Javon Hargrave. But but Eagles fans think Javon Hargrave is better because Javon got the stack. Got sacks. a couple more sacks. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what the gauge is, but he was, I believe, the 22nd best defensive tackle in football last year, which is still pretty good. It's not number two, but 22 when you have, you know, You don't have 64 because a lot of teams use odd man fronts, but at least 50, 60 starting defensive tackles. When you talk about rotation, that's still pretty stinking good in a comparable fashion. And that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. I don't know. People's expectations get things out of whack, but Miles Sanders is the best example. Miles is a good football player. People in Philadelphia now think he stinks, they thought he was Christian McCaffrey. Now they think he stinks. So I can't, I can't control the bipolar nature of expectations. But they have a lot of good football players. They Here's, have a lot of good football players.
2: Here was, and I just threw Fletcher Cox's name out there. I didn't mean to uh narrow focus on Fletcher because I was trying to make a point. Um, but uh, if you do want to narrow fo- focus on Fletcher. To use the numbers you just quoted, twenty-second best defensive tackle. And I have
6: to
4: look it up
2: somewhere. At on one point, I, I, I'll take your word for it. I'm I'm sure you're in in the neighborhood because uh, your memory's that good. Um, at one point, you're right. He was top two, three, four. So he's trending in the wrong direction, as should be expected, because he's now a ten-year veteran. Very few guys hold that level of uh, talent for a decade in the National Football it Doesn't happen. But I guarantee he was down from the year prior to that. And now he's a year older. So do we expect him to trend back up to number 12? Or is it more likely if he was 22 this year and he's moving 10 slots, those 10 slots are going to be in the other direction. He's going to be number 32. I'd like to have a better reason to project which way the arrow's going. And my point is the Eagles have given me no insight to that. Before the season starts, they've done next to nothing. They practice limitedly. They don't care about the preseason games as much as they might have enjoyed last year's four and zero record in the. And I know it's not a perfect ranking, John, um, but uh, everyone said you and all your beat buddies that they won all four of those practice this year. Yeah, but, but I was joking this year, about they that They went one, one and one. That they went from four and zero to one one and one. That tells me this has not been a great summer. We're 13 days away from the start of the season. And I don't know what the Eagles achieved during this summer.
4: Well, first of all, they were they were, you know, they were practicing against the Jets last year and the Patriots who were in the transition. Versus this year, they practice against two really talented rosters. And actually Cleveland. Did did either uh, the
2: Browns or the Dolphins make the playoffs last year?
4: Um but we know why, though. I mean, yeah. if you look at if you look at the talent, um, and, and and there's context there. They're two more talented teams, and actually, Cleveland a bunch of guys didn't Patriots practice. Patriots
2: made the playoffs. Neither the Browns or the uh, yeah, Falcons but did.
4: Cleveland has more talent than the Patriots. And I think if you look at their fifty-three versus fifty-three, they might not have better coaching, but they got more talent. Uh, now, a bunch of guys didn't even practice. So, Belichick
2: you know. didn't coach that practice last year against Eagles.
4: No, but that's you're, you're being argumentative. I was a lawyer, yeah, yeah. Jody, because if, if you were being honest with yourself and looked at the Patriots roster and the Browns roster, I bet you you say the Browns roster is more talented. And it, it, you feel free to do it in the break and take a look at the. No, I,
2: I'll, I'll, buy, I'll buy what you sell them, but it's not roster against roster; it's team against team. Well, practice is kind the of. Coach of the Patriots and Safansky is the coach of the Browns.
4: And 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 practice is kind of, again practice. There's you're not trying to win a game. You're not trying a game. You're trying to win a game. A regular season game. You're trying to win a regular season game. You're trying you're trying to win on the scoreboard, right? And practice, you're not trying to win on the scoreboard. What are you trying to do? You're trying to get better. That's all you're trying to do. And by the way, you can get better by by getting beat. You can get better. When you see Tyreek Hill uh, and you say, oh, wow, and you get beat by Tyreek Hill and you learn something from that, and maybe you you take it in against a, a less talented receiver and you learn from, then it's a success. That's what practice is about. Not about winning. And that's why I said I was just as sarcastic. And I'm not saying everybody was, but I'm, I'm talking about me personally. When I said the Eagles are joint. – I've written it so many times. If people don't know, I wasn't being sarcastic. The undisputed, defending, reigning champion, joint practice champion. If you don't get that sarcasm, I can't help you. I was sarcastic when they won, and I am sarcastic when they lose practice because that's not what it's about. I mean, if other people want to get upset about it, I I can't get upset about it. I can't stop people from that, but if you get better from practicing against Tyreek Hill, it was a success.
2: All right, I just, I, I understand, and it's well documented, John. I, I picked up on your sarcasm in <laughs> case you weren't some, some did. Well, I, I got it. Others got it, I'm sure. Maybe some of them went over their heads, but most of them did. I, I, I'm trying to get to a point here. Maybe I'm doing a bad job of, of laying it out. How do we know? If you're an Eagles fan, you're John Q Eagle fan, you're Jeremiah Butler, you're Dank Burrito, you're the slasher. One of the guys who are good enough to jump on board with us here on Birds 365. If you're watching us, you're on our stream, we know how big an Eagle fan you are. How do any one of these guys know that the Philadelphia Eagles, who last year went nine and eight, but I say nine and seven because that last game against Dallas doesn't really count? When you put your JV out there, it's like a preseason game, the outcome really doesn't matter. But they, they, they made the playoffs in Nick Sirianni's first year. They went down to Tampa. Talk about people not getting it, Eagles fans. Those who tried to tell me on my WIP show, bring on Tampa. We want the Bucs. Oh, that Brady guy. We can get the better of him. That was just ludicrous and ridiculous. People got caught up in the fact that the Eagles made the playoffs. That was the worst thing that could possibly happen. And then they played the game and I was 100% right. The Bucks ran them off the field. But that's the team that ended the season last year. Howie Roseman et al. have made moves to change the roster, to upgrade the roster. We're 13 days away from the 2022 season started. After 2021, are the Eagles better? If so, where? If so, how? Are the Eagles worse? If so, where? If so, how? How can we judge, as Eagle fans, that that is or isn't the case if the practices are the practices, and they go shorter than most other people and give guys who are starters days off and senior days and rest days and the like, that the practice game's... Are overstated the joint practice, the undefeated, the John McMullen trying to make us laugh with the cynical, uh undisputed, all-time 4-0. Oh, that the preseason games are completely a joke. Vanilla on top of vanilla, vanilla light, not even vanilla ice, vanilla light, and it doesn't matter what the final squad is. What do we use to judge that the Philadelphia Eagles are compared to Lasher's team that walked off the field? in defeat, borderline in disgrace against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that this team is better. How do we judge that?
4: You can't judge it. You can't judge it until uh, the regular season gets here. And even then, you're going to obviously need some time to figure out what the Eagles were, uh, what the Eagles are going to be. Um, I think they're going to be better. I can just tell you what I think. I think they're going to be better mainly because of two players, one on the offensive side of the football, one on the defensive side. And I've talked about the pieces all fitting together. That's what AJ Brown does for the offense. That's what Jordan Davis does for the defense. All of a sudden the dominoes fall into place. So you have players playing out of position, trying to do things they're probably not ready for and, By adding those two players, you put people back in positions they're at least comfortable with, and in theory, they should be better at what they do. So um, that's why I think the Eagles are going to be better. And A.J. Brown has completely lived up to the hype. I think, if anything, he's been better than expected. Now, Jordan Davis is a rookie, so there is some trepidation there because you never know how long it's going to take a rookie to catch on because there are going to be hiccups. It's not going to be all perfect. Occasionally you get the Micah Parsons of the world, but that's very rare. Yeah. And even so I would, I would, I would, I would bet the mortgage on Micah Parsons having not quite as good a year, still going to be really good because he's so talented, but you know, people are going to adjust and they're going to do a better job to try to deal with him. Um, It's part of sort of the startup cost they always talk about with Jim Schwartz, which I love that that phrase he he coined. Um, that's why What's
8: the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket, outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify?
4: I think they're going to be better, so I think they're going. And, and then, you know, the coaching staff, second year instead of first year, a little bit more comfortable. Um, I think that helps. Um, but, I mean, if you go back to the Super Bowl season, none of us knew they were going to win the Super Bowl. None of us thought they were a significant Super Bowl contender um, when the season started, certainly in training camp. Um, I can tell you, every reporter there will admit we had no stinking idea that we were watching a Super Bowl team in training camp. Um, everything evolves, and they could they could uh, underachieve, they could overachieve, but if you look at the talent that Howie Roseman has assembled, that's where my optimism grows from. Chris Sims, who Eagle fans hated, uh, because he didn't put Jalen Hurts on his top quarterback list last year, whatever it was, top 40, whatever it was. Well, he just came out with his most talented rosters. He's got the Eagles at three. So now they probably love Chris Sims. I think that's a little bit high. I don't know if it's three, but it's certainly top 10, and it might be top five just just, just for good players. you know. And again, when, when you're talking about rosters, Nobody's talking about 52 and 53. They're talking about impactful players and the Eagles have a ton of them. They really do. They have a ton of impactful players. And that's where my optimism stems from.
2: And we will get back around to the quarterback because as impactful as all those other 21 starters may be, the quarterback still moves the needle more than any other team and I, I understand what Sirianni said after the practice, the other day, best practice he had. Mentally, that that he made quicker and that's decisions. a good way.
4: That's a good word. That is a good word, mentally. It,
2: it may have been his best mental practice. Mental is good. Mental is necessary. Mental is not all of it. You've got to be able to physically be able to do it as well. Um, and Jalen Hurts is still a TBD guy. And I'm not saying it's TBD bad. It could be TBD ascending and getting better and being a top 10, 12 quarterback. Or he could actually digress from the 19, 20, 21 ranking into the lower 20. We don't know yet. That is the biggest wait and see thing that we've got to do with the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, e John McBone. I'm Jody McDonald. Coming back, uh, we'll get uh, John's... We still haven't gotten to the 53 yet. We got to get him on the record here because he's got to get on the record. When does yeah. your uh, contest go down tonight?
4: Um, We had to have it in 9, 9 a.m. Sunday morning. Oh, because you already you never, did it? Yeah. So, um, you know, you never know when teams are going to start this process. So you got to do it as early as possible. Oh, that's
2: true because some teams yeah. jump some ahead Some teams time start
4: – uh, and sometimes we get information a little bit early, so you got to do it uh, right. Essentially, the morning after the final preseason. Game. Oh.
2: So it's okay, locked. So you know, in. Who you're 53 yard Then we're going to get it when we come back. Yeah. John McMahon. And we also have Bob
4: Gross coming up at 9:20. Gross comes through. Gross. Okay,
2: cool. Uh, so Gross at 9:20. We'll come back, Johnny Max, uh, 53-man roster next year on Birds 365.
7: plan your day with confidence. Definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand. And keep your family safe with Action News and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Well over seven inches of rain. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising right now. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. On TV, on 6abc.com, and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you. Action News and AccuWeather
6: To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with
3: Local 98, visit
8: us, IBEW98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're
7: telling me that bottle is cut in half?
8: You could say that. Go for the Pulse
2: Mullen and McDonald, your Mac and Mac guys here on Merge 365. Appreciate you streaming in with us. All right, uh, Johnny Mac's going to give us his 53-man roster. Now, I will qualify it for you ahead of time, John. John is not predicting that these are the 53 guys who are going to be on the field in Detroit week one. There's the roster cut down, then there's 10 more days, and there's a whole bunch of juggling that goes on there. So your job is not to predict the 53 guys. That makes it even a harder
4: task. Who's
2: going to be on the field in Detroit when they open up? It's just when they get to 53, Was it, 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon?
4: 4 o'clock, yeah. 4 o'clock.
2: You have to have 53 guys. And then the the, the roster uh, carousel starts to spin. So first things first, let's understand exactly what we're attempting to do here, what we're asking John to do. Here's the way I want to do it, John. Before you name any names... I'm going to go position by position and I'd like you to tell me how many guys you have at that position. You haven't broken out in that way. I hope.
4: Yeah. Uh, uh, but I'm a little bit different defensively. So we'll get to that. Okay. All right. um, Fair
2: enough. Um, then then let's go offense first. Get it out of the way. How many quarterbacks? Uh, two, two. How many running backs? Three. How many offensive linemen? 10, 10. Ooh, that's a good number. All right. So how many tight ends? Three. And how many wide receivers? Five. Five. Only five. Okay, good. Um, Quarterbacks are easy. Go ahead. Give us a two.
4: Uh, Jalen Hurts and Gardner Minshew. Reed Sinette, Uh, thanks for playing, but you hurt yourself. <laughs> I would tend to agree. Uh, the three mining
2: backs also pretty obvious.
4: Yeah, Miles Sanders, Kenny Gainwell, Boston Scott. Jason Huntley had the big 67-yard run, but it's what I was talking about. The good, meaningless, the bad, meaningless. There were two guys who had two Miami third-team defenders that had Jason Huntley boxed in. Just terrible technique and fundamental. Not really. That's what I mean by this stuff. People get Jedi mind-tricked. Fair enough. You didn't
2: get Jedi Mantric to put him on the roster. All right, the, the 10 offensive linemen. I know some think it might be as few as 9. Ten's a pretty big number. Now, the Eagles have good, talented players at that position, so trying to keep 10 makes sense. Actually keeping 10 may be difficult. What 10 you got?
4: Uh, Well, the starters uh, from left to right, Jordan Mailata, Landon Dickerson, Jason Kelsey, Isaac Samala, Lane Johnson. Those are obvious. The backups, uh, Cam Juergens, Jack Driscoll, Andre Dillard, Sua Opeta, and number 10, because of his versatility, Jack Anderson.
2: If they keep 10, I think you got the right 10. I'm not sure they can afford to keep 10, but you got the right. Well, 10.
4: you hit the nail on the head. I'm not saying 10 show up in Detroit. This is the initial 53.
2: Fair enough. Uh, all right. Your five wide receivers
4: are? Uh, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, Zach Pascal, and no trade, Jalen Rager.
2: Jalen Rager still here. That means uh, sorry for you Deion Kane fans, Devin Allen fans. They're practice squad bound. All right. And uh, tight end
4: Calcaterra looking good
2: enough to secure himself a spot from the 53. Yeah.
4: The Eagles love that guy. Dallas Goddard, Jack stole Grant Calcaterra. Fair enough. All right. How many is that total on offense? Uh, let's see. 10, 13. Someone on the 18, show here, or maybe 21 my... 23 on offense.
2: It's only 23. So that means you got a little extra because uh, someone mentioned it over the weekend you try and go 25, 25 and three with the three Uh being your punter, your kicker, your long snapper uh, for a 53 man roster. It's a perfect, you actually have more on the defensive side. Interesting. All right. uh, Let's start from the back and work our way up since designating who's a defensive lineman and who's a linebacker is kind of debatable. Uh, I'm interested to see how you break it down. Safety. Can they keep
4: only one? Can they go
2: with Epsi and, like, make up the rest as they go along here, Johnny Mac?
4: Yeah, they're going to keep a lot of safeties. Uh Marcus Epps, Anthony Harris, Joukowsky Tart, Josiah Scott, and Kayvon Wallace, even though I would cut Kayvon. I don't think Kayvon. they will.
2: All right. Kayvon did himself no favors, either in the joint. Now, it or- was
4: very difficult. I, I, I can't <laughs> get a feel... For what this team believes in Joukowsky Tart. but I think after watching uh, their safeties in in the preseason, they're going to default to his veteran status. A lot of people disagree with me. He was the most difficult keep for me, Um, and I'm probably wrong. But, you know, I'm trying to go outside the box a but little let me, bit.
2: Let me ask you something, Johnny, Mac, because I'm 99% sure it was you who wrote it on one of your uh, Jacob Media articles over the weekend. They could cut your Kwaski tart.
4: Yeah, tell they him, could. listen, we want to bring you
2: back week two because if he's on the team week one, his salary becomes guaranteed. Not that his salary is outrageous to begin with, but yeah. you'd love as much flexibility as possible. If they don't have him on the roster week one, but bring them back week two, when you wrote that, I said, you know, I think Johnny Mac's onto something. Now you're having second thoughts. You think they're going to. Keep yeah. I, I,
4: and, and I'm, I'm breaking my own rule when, and this, like I said, this was my most difficult decision because I, I probably put too much emphasis on the preseason games. I just said not to put emphasis on the safeties were so bad. Um, and, and, the second part, and you're right, that's another thing you have to weigh. Um, as a veteran player, he's vested. So if he's on the roster week one, his entire salary is guaranteed. So that means if you cut him later, you got to pay the whole salary. Um, it, the the now, couple things I I thought in the mix. He doesn't have a history with this team, so. You know, Chakowski might go, eh, you know, they didn't give me a chance. He might be bitter. He might not be agreeable to that type of wink, wink deal. Um, and that's ultimately where I leaned on. Not yeah, competent. Let,
2: let let me hop in for just one second. He can feel that way if he wants. I can't tell. Yeah, nobody
4: else. Yeah, he but was out there
2: else. all off season. Yeah. He signed late in the process, so I'm guessing there are no teams out there going, "Oh my god, please hit the." Well, way. no, nobody's
4: going to go, "Oh my god," for Chakowski Tart, but there could be some bitterness and said, "I don't want to be here and just go go his merry way." You get, you also, get
2: past, you get past bitterness quickly when there's only one team interested. In yeah,
4: there. that's fair um and again it's one of those things where it was my most difficult decision and to be honest i'm probably wrong but if i get it right i'm probably going to win this thing that's that enters into it too Jerry. okay all
2: right some, <laughs> some calculated keeps or goes all right uh, let's move on to the corners you got five safeties does that cut into the number of corners you can keep
4: uh I, i'm keeping five corners and and i'll add Remember Josiah Scott, who I put him under safety, has the versatility; can also play nickel corner. So um, there's some. That's a very important part of Josiah Scott's role. The versatility. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slay Bradbury, Maddox McPherson, and Josh Jobe, uh the undrafted free agent out of Alabama, who was the undrafted. Hey, look who I found! Uh, player.
2: Let of me the ask you a good question on that, and and I know we got to get to groats here in a second, but. Was Job that much better than Blankenship? I guess I'm coming back to my, how do we really judge the breaking down game film and the, and the coaches after or that he was actually slightly better in South Philadelphia against his teammates than Blankenship? I, I, I can't judge. You can judge better than me. My point is I don't even know how the Eagles judge that Job was better than Blankenship if they're keeping one undrafted <clears throat>
4: rookie DJ. Well, I think Job was better than... The disappointing second-year corner. So I think it's more of a corner thing than Blankenship. And, and and then with Blankenship, you kind of know, you know, even even though he probably deserves to make the team as well through meritocracy, to be honest, um, I think he's going to be really easy to get through waivers and get on the practice squad. So that that part of it is strategy as well. And by the way, that that egg of a performance. That helps. Where everybody says, "Oh, they're going to lose this on 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 waivers." Anybody watching that game ain't picking up
2: anybody on waivers. You got a, You got a point there. All right, defensive lineman. How many?
4: Um, uh, I got. And uh, who are
2: they? Line? Or do you want me to throw all of them into one big category of linebackers? Well, yeah, yeah, it's defensive fine. I got. Linemen? I got.
4: I got the the big thing is the overhang players. So I consider them. Other people have them as linebackers. It drives me crazy, but. Four defensive ends, Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham, Derek Barnett, Teron Jackson, Um, five defensive tackles, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, Jordan Davis, Milton Williams, Marlon Tui-Pelotu. My personal belief is that Marvin Wilson is better uh, than Tui-Pelotu, should probably make the team. Uh, But the latter um, seems to be an organizational favorite, so. I went uh, Marlon T over Marvin Wilson.
2: All right, now how many linebackers you got?
4: Uh, linebackers, I, I break up into off-ball five. T.J. Edwards, Kaiser White, Nicobe Dean, Davion Taylor, Sean Bradley, the overhang guys, Hassan Reddick, Patrick Johnson, Kyron Johnson. And Kyron doesn't deserve to make the team, but you know, the Eagles are going to hold on to him. Hope the athleticism starts to click in. Um, again, meritocracy probably shouldn't make the team. They could probably get him on the practice squad, but I think they're going to keep him.
2: See, that's a lot of front seven guys. How many of those guys are playing special teams?
4: Um, Of, of that group, just yeah. Patrick Johnson and Kyron Johnson. They're the only ones.
2: They're the um, only ones. Are they going to be able to field 11?
4: Are oh yeah! Have a guys I mean, you have time? the you have the backup. Remember, you have the backup uh, off ball linebackers: uh, N'Kobe, uh Davion, Sean Bradley, who's one of their best special teams players. You have the backup corners: McPherson and Jobe. You have the backup safeties: um, Scott and Wallace. So yeah, you got plenty of and uh, and you know, tight ends have to play special teams, wide receivers.
2: Cal Darren's um, going to play special teams. Oh yeah!
4: Oh yeah! Going to try to block,
2: <laughs> okay. All right, that'll do wonders for the concussions he's had. I he was already out it.
4: there on special he, teams,
2: he retired because of concussions. I know it was a couple of years ago, but uh, you're putting him at risk. Uh, maybe I'm putting too much emphasis on the fact that he made some nice catches this weekend and looked like a guy who could actually contribute no, on offense no. for the Eagles this year. But then you got to take down and remember
4: Goddard that up. again. Can't say this enough. This is the initial 53, not the not the group that's going to show up in uh, in Detroit.
2: Right. There can be a lot of roster manipulation uh, between uh, tomorrow at 4 o'clock and Sunday when the season gets underway. All right. Johnny Mac, Judy Mac, Mac, Mac and Mac, guys. We'll take a quickie timeout. And I'm looking forward to talking to Bob Groats because when we had him on two weeks ago, he was all sunshine and rainbows. Yeah, sort of like didn't me. didn't recognize the guy. Where the hell did my good, cynical Bob Groats go? No, he was all pumped up about this Eagles team. I'm a little perturbed with the last week of what transpired in joint practices in a preseason game. Maybe Bob is more like uh, John McMullen. I went to Miami for the heat, not to really judge the Eagles. Uh, well, we don't know how well. Uh,
4: I, I I, went to judge the Eagles. So I just don't, you know, I think there's a lot of emotion in that loss. And I think it doesn't, there's not a lot of common sense in worrying about that loss. That's all. all right, that sounds like I'm not judging to me. Uh, Jody
2: McDonald, John McMullen, your Mac and Mac 365 guys coming back. Supposedly joined by Bob Groats. Stick around.
7: Plan your day with confidence. Definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand. And keep your family safe with Action News and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Well over seven inches of rain. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising right now. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. On TV, on 6abc.com, and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you. Action News and AccuWeather.
6: To learn more about who we are, what we do, and
8: career
3: opportunities with Local 98, visit us, IBEW98.org.
8: At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free.
7: You're telling me that bottle is cut in half?
8: You could say that. Go for the Pulse
2: John McMullen and Jody McDonald. We are Magamack on Street 365. Maybe I scared
4: off Bob Groats. Nah, he's, uh, he, he, he can't find the link, so I told him to check his spam folder. But uh, closed circuit to tone, you might have to send it again.
2: Gotcha. All right. Uh, we're, we're hoping to talk to Mr. Groats coming up in just a couple minutes. Um, John, you ran down your as I th- I hope you're 53 for 53 and and recapture your title among the Eagle beat writers for the most accurate original 53 man roster Um, above and beyond whether you do or don't lose or win. Who's the most likely guy on your outside the 53 that another team is actually going to pick up the waivers. You you have to cut it down to 53. Every other player goes on waivers there may be somebody cut by another team that the Eagles see and go, holy man, he's not on their team. How did they not keep him? Oh, shoot, we got to take him. So we got to cut somebody. Oh, all these things can happen over the next, uh, uh, the, the following 24 hours after the, the cutdowns come out. Who's the guy that you think that maybe the Eagles, are, all right, we'll get him on the practice squad. We can't keep him on the three. We got a number crunch here, but we'll get him on the practice squad. And then if we need him at some point, boom, we're going to elevate him. Who's the guy that that's not going to happen for? Because he's grabbed up.
4: Um, that's a good question. I I would think it's between Andre Sacheray and Coyote Awaseka. Ooh, um, yeah, Coyote. Yeah, because the Eagles have that big reputation of developing offensive, offensive linemen. linemen so, yeah. yeah,
2: he might. He might definitely uh, be snapped up. Yeah. All right, there he is in his car. God, you get out and about, don't you, Groach? You're not like me, just hanging in the house. You, you, you're a world traveler. We always get you in the mm.
5: car.
1: I live in my car, Jody. Yeah. I Where just, are you uh, going? Are you I going to get some breakfast? Address. Yeah. I are use you? Are... Address as my home. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Who? Who are you guys talking about? A uh. Safety... <laughs> You're not worried about the safety cuts, are Reed you? Read
4: Blankenship? No, I am yeah, not worried about it Because uh, you
1: can close your eyes and just – after after um, the uh, number 22, now I, now his name escapes me, John. Who, who's 22? Marcus Epps.
4: Epps, yeah, come after
1: on. After Epps, you could close your eyes and, and cut those guys.
4: That's true. That's they did true. not
2: play well uh, in the preseason, but we're debating whether preseason matters this much this much, or not at all, it's just wipe it
1: completely.
4: Where from. are you on preseason? How embarrassed yeah. were you with that performance?
1: That was August. embarrassing. That I mean, the coaches were Putting the hammer the, down. The players weren't ready. I and I think that exposed a little bit about uh their depth. Um, yeah,
4: the depth. Is I, I not know they good. were.
1: They're playing against first teamers, but uh a lot of those guys that uh started the game, they they've got jobs. That's what it looks like. A lot of those guys have jobs right now. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and that's what you're looking at. If somebody gets hurt, uh, that's not – it's not a sobering thought to, to have to put one of those guys in. I was not impressed. I wasn't impressed with the coaching either. I mean, you can't just sit there and take it. You got to – they finally started doing something on the later in the first quarter, but you, you just can't take it, you know? You got to yeah. at least your, they, were the the a they were running the football. They were
4: trying now, to – This beat. is luck to get out of there. Oh, this and, and the oh, roads by I the way. Way. Yeah.
1: yeah, oh, by the way, John. Nick got mad again. Did you see that?
4: Oh yeah, Mike, of, he got uh, mad, he mad at Michael Clay this time. Yeah, he got it's mad a new guy Clay. every
1: day. I, yeah. I told an Eagle fan about that. I said Nick's got a real temper.
4: He does. I mean, he, he does he, have a temper.
1: It's really coming out this year. Whether whether it's the uh, the added expectations, you know, the off season of the, because of the off season additions, he's really like uh, he's really getting after it. And uh, and and there were some instances last year. And the Eagle, you know what the Eagles fan told me? He's a, he's an old member of the 700 level. Oh, it's great. <laughs> so you want to know
2: something? I'm not a 700 level member, but I think it's great too. A okay. uh, <laughs> little, little anger from uh, coach Sirianni is a good thing as far as I'm concerned, but I'm glad he didn't go over the top. Now I've been arguing all day about, you yeah. need to learn something. You need to actually accomplish something in the summer before you start the season. <laughs> I didn't want to see coach going, Slay, get in there. Good. Did you see him run by our defense, Darius? Get put your shoulder pads on. Get it. Well,
1: I'm glad he didn't at least go there. you they, they didn't even get touched, Jody. You at least no. got to touch him, right?
4: No. You know, he's, well, <clears throat> trying to impede the their progress. Yeah, you 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 better press Tyreek Hill at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. But yeah. you and, know when when Mac McCain is out there, uh, you yeah. probably not feel comfortable. With
1: no, that. and and the second series, Patrick Johnson did get after it. To yeah. his
4: credit, he sacked. You uh, see, only Tua. reason wasn't twenty-one uh, nothing after the first three possessions. Yeah, it's only seventeen nothing.
2: I actually think that's funny. Tua never saw him. Tua spun into him. It wasn't like Johnson made this unbelievably athletic play by and way, ran him down and grabbed the back of his jersey and just by the by the collar pulled him down. He ran right into him. Tua spun into him. Oops. Here you go. Sack me, yeah. please.
4: By the way, Jody, the Dolphins writers can't stand Tua. It I know. It is amazing. It,
2: there's to be so many people eating crow on that young man. It is, a, it is when amazing. When he has this breakout season this year, because guess what? I think Groats could be a top uh, half quarterback in the NFL if he's throwing to Tyree Hill. No, but uh, I, I... Nobody... John McMone told me the first hour here, John. Uh, Bob, no one can cover him. There's after, not a guy on the planet who can cover Tyree Kill. So who's going to be the benefit for that? Hey, to after, watching, of
1: after watching Carson Long throw the ball, I want to go out there and pick up a football and show him how to put a spiral on it. Let me put it that way. Poor Carson uh, Strong. I, I can't, yeah, I, I can't believe that... Uh, they hate Tua. I mean, I just. Uh, oh, maybe, maybe I, I was of, shocked. Of I was Herbert. shocked
4: by it. everywhere I turned. We had, maybe we because had, they we had didn't had get a... Justin Herbert, I guess. Right. I guess. Yeah. Well, that's a big part. I mean, that looks bad because uh, they're bitter Herbert's with the good. ownership. They're yeah. bitter
1: with the ownership. Getting rid of that coach and, and but, you know, I expect throw games and,
4: you know, we're so brought... negative and told we, 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 we always get told. I always get told how negative I am about Jalen Hurts. I'm nice to Jalen Hurts compared to the way those Dolphins right They just kill Tua. They they don't they don't like him a little bit. It's amazing. Everywhere he, I turn, they're telling me oh, when he terrible. puts
2: up Justin Herbert like numbers. I'd love to read all their columns
4: about. Yeah, I'm so not going very- that far, Jody. I I don't think he's as bad as they're making him out to be. But I also don't think he's ever going to be Justin Herbert ever. Herbert but Herbert. I I have a man crush on Justin Herbert. That's well-known.
2: What Tua may have this year that Justin Herbert doesn't have is a playoff victory this season. Dolphins win in the playoffs. stone off the Chargers do. And I'm sorry, that is kind of key. Herbert may put up uh, some numbers. I think, oh, by the way, Tua is going to put up huge numbers this year, too. Uh, but he might be the first of those two quarterbacks to get a playoff victory. Just remember, I said I'm just saying. I know That's we're okay. off the Eagles for a second, but yeah, I think That's Tua Tagovailoa has been me, woefully underrated by a large segment
1: of the population and the media in the NFL.
2: He's got to stay
1: healthy, though. He, he has not been able to stay healthy all the way through. He's got to be able to do that.
2: Not to, to his to has been okay in the pros. He got hurt yeah. in, in college, but he actually hasn't been that hurt in the pros. All right, uh, Bob Groats. Any surprises for you on the Eagles 53 man cut down? Johnny Jack, Johnny Mac just ran through huh. his 53. You got any different, uh, surprise. potential guides either making it or not making it cut yeah. or, uh, surprised no, to be on it?
1: No, no, none of that, nothing would surprise me. If they let go of Dillard and Rager, it wouldn't surprise me. Although I think they're going to try and get some compensation for him. But, uh, Andre did have... not
4: play well. That was a disappointment. That was a yeah. disappointment. I would, I will say that not um,
1: a surprise though i mean it, it,
4: uh, it, i i don't know oh, I, I heard Bowen's someone a big say, andre
2: fan you can't you don't want to say anything bad uh, about andre. i
4: i wouldn't say i'm a big andre fan i think he's a decent player i heard um, someone
1: say the steelers should bring uh they should trade for dillard and uh and and they also brought up that uh well you know they got guys working in that uh front office that used to work for the eagles
4: yeah that's true yeah, that, that is that, true
1: that, that's that's true, but that's the reason they wouldn't bring Dillard in. Yeah,
4: that uh that's a possibility as well. Um uh Jalen Rager, though, I think I think the Eagles hurt their ability to trade him by playing him for a couple he was only out there for 11 reps, but when he was out there, they targeted Deion Kane. Like like Gardner Minch is more comfortable with Deion Kane. So if you're trying to elevate um some kind of trap, some kind of potential value in a in a trade. Why are you sticking Jalen Rager out there? If you put him in mothballs, people say, oh, they must still like Jalen Rager. He's a deference player. Uh they don't want to get him hurt. The Eagles throw him out there. They ignore him. I don't think they can trade him now. So that yeah. means he's here. Is that they just how wanted, you take it?
1: They just wanted everybody to know that he can still run. That's all they wanted. Yeah. You mean they, they should have done like a Mims thing in, with the Jets where they threw it to Mims for like five? I mean, there were like five targets in a row or something. Well, yeah. I'm exaggerating.
4: If you're going to throw their, them out there, throw them yeah. the, football. Throw can them the ask,
1: football. Can I ask a Jalen Rager question?
4: Sure.
2: How sure much can. money is
4: he making this year? Uh, I'd have to look up his contract, yeah. but as a former first round pick, it's, right. That's it's part of it's, it. It's significant. And if the Eagles
2: trade him, they're going to take a dead cap hit. I get that. Um, I don't think there's a team in the league, and this will really tick off the Jalen Rager fans. I don't think there's, a out of the other 31 teams, I don't think there's a team in the league that would be willing to give up a conditional seventh-round pick for Jalen Rager.
4: Mm. Uh, With his salary
2: attached, knowing that you have to take on his salary as well, I don't think you get a conditional seventh-round pick for him. So whether he played or not, John, your point is well taken, he did nothing to help his value. Yeah. If anything, he decreased his value. So, Here's it, the way I looked at it going in. His value was zero before the game. It can't be moved. one. way. It didn't go to one, 1%. It can't go back less than zero. It was zero. It stayed zero. But, you're probably but, right.
4: That that's possible. The number here is three point six million. So that's who's, seems...
2: who's gonna acquire, who's gonna give no, something but that, up? But for Jalen Rager at three point six million dollars. But he's
4: not for somebody who acquires him. That's his cap hit in Philadelphia. Remember, they oh, okay. already paid right, the right, signing right, right, right. bonus. So right, right. it's one point eight one six. So it's yeah. it's basically cut in half. That ain't um, yeah,
1: that's not that bad. But Jody yeah. may be right. I mean he, he may have no value at all right now. Zero. Very possible. Yeah,
4: yeah. I, I mean, care. I I don't think they can trade him now, and the dead cap for the Eagles would be seven point four million, so you don't want to cut him. Uh, so he's going to be the punt returner in Detroit. Uh, that's that's what's going to happen. That's going to upset Eagles fans. All
2: right, yeah. uh, question for both of you guys, because you're Eagle beat guys and you know the history of the organization, quarterback factory. What happened to the quarterback factory? <laughs> Not so much with Reed, Sanet, and Carson Strong. The we get them, we develop them, we spin them, we turn them off, and end up getting uh, future consideration for them. That kind of came to a screeching halt this year. A um, couple of guys who I like around the league, who are third stringers, who may find themselves on the waiver wire the same way Reid Sonnet and Carson Strong. We hardly knew ye uh, do. Uh, Skyler Thompson who look pretty damn good for those Dolphins running through those Eagles second and third teamers in the second half last week. And Chris Strabler of my J-E-T-S Jets, 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 two QBs who lit up the Eagles this preseason. Either one of those two's on the waiver wires Did the Eagles go, yeah, we really do need a third quarterback because we still think of ourselves as the quarterback factory. Uh, we got to reach out for one of
1: these uh, guys. Either one got a chance to be claimed by the Eagles? I would say, yeah. I, I think their, their third guy, the, they're going to bring in another guy, I think. Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Sonette stuck around for a little bit. But, um, yeah, I mean, and that's a position where they they were probably going to keep two anyway. Right, John? Yeah, I, mean, I Nick, got him keeping was talking two. talking about that. They are probably just going to keep two yeah. anyway.
4: But so, I know um, Nick is comfortable with that. problem is Nick is not in charge. Howie's in charge. Howie usually yeah. keeps three. How he um, likes that third develop- development yeah. quarterback. Now, the, you know, do you keep them on the 53? Then you got to claim them on waivers. I can see them changing on the practice squad. So they bring in somebody yeah. for the practice squad, but then you got to wait. Yeah.
1: I think that's what they do. Yeah. They, you know,
4: the third, the third quarterback
1: is not a big deal for them right now. And um, both their guys are healthy. Um, but they will have, a, I mean, obviously a third guy, and you know, that could be interesting. You know, I like that guy with the Browns, but he's not going to be available. The uh,
2: oh, Joshua guy, Dobbs, Josh Jobs.
1: yeah, I, I really like that guy. I think yeah, the definitely. Eagles
2: played some decent third string quarterbacks this year, yeah, they really Brebbler, did. Thompson, and, and yeah. Joshua Dobbs. You're yeah, really I like that guy.
4: If you have a bad third quarterback in the preseason, you're not winning, you're not winning preseason games, you know. That's why it's now, if you have a, a Strebler, you're going to win. What are the Jets? Were the Jets undefeated? Oh Jones. yeah,
2: three and zero. Oh. Yeah, they won all three of their preseason the,
4: games. The uh, they have the good back end quarterbacks, but that's why Bob. Thirty three players didn't dress in Miami for the Eagles. And forget about of the potential twenty two starters. Twenty one didn't dress why should anybody be upset about that loss other than the visceral emotion of 4810
1: yeah if they get off to a good start you can't or, i mean you can say yeah it was just a preseason game what if they what if they come out sluggishly and god forbid they lose to the lions what well that know?
4: that would be that would be fun there
1: there goes your whole philosophy you know of, of, of you know let's just avoid injuries there are a lot of teams that uh that played their first stringers in the, in the last game. But, uh, I think for the yeah. most part they were bad teams. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, looking at that Eagles schedule again, and, and uh, and looking at the uh, some of the injuries and, and around the league and, uh, the players that were placed on pop, man, they, they could go eight. <laughs> no, I mean, that yeah, that's the true softest schedule. I've ever Eagles seen see, mean... on the beat in 92. That's the softest Eagles schedule I've ever seen.
4: Yeah, already it's uh, – well, Detroit's not going to have Jameson Williams. Uh, right. Washington's not going to have uh, Chase. Chase Young. Um, and how about – Washi-
2: hold on. Why, how about Washington losing their starting – Oh, run? yeah.
4: Poor uh, Brian Robinson. Drive by, yeah. uh, yes, yeah. not a drive-by.
2: a uh, Carjacking yesterday. Yeah. James Robinson. Holy yeah. mackerel.
4: Yeah, be careful, Bob. You're in your car. Yeah. Be yeah. Careful. Um, where are you going by the way you're not, oh, I'm not out here
1: yeah I'm not, I'm not in center City right now, so right. okay
4: you' yeah. you're not heading down
2: to our nation's capital uh like mr Robinson was driving yeah. around DC that's another place where you take your life in your hands and yeah, uh,
1: no, it, it's amazing it's amazing um you know they' it's it's a new day so you just got to be alert all the time
2: yeah do you uh, and I know this might be a little bit out at left field do you think the Eagles monitor their players? Bec- when well, they're not at the facility, because no. they do so much to protect their players from injury, do they have like Chip Kelly tracking devices well, they so they, they oh, don't yeah, drive yeah. into dangerous uh, the, neighborhoods?
4: That the, the, the players did not like those sleep. Uh, 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 they did not like those sleep monitors. I can't yeah. believe they're still using them. Uh, they well, are, they got just the
2: I'm wondering because yeah. the Eagles are bending over backwards to make sure nobody gets hurt. There are 24 hours in a day. They
1: can only watch them for so many hours. Yeah. There's trackers yeah. in their iPads. I mean, they they know where these guys are a lot of oh,
4: oh GPS, yeah. Uh, but but as far as the sleep monitoring, checking the urine color, I yeah, you know, that's uh, that's yesterday's news.
1: Chip Kelly did all the blood work every day, right? Or once a week.
4: Yeah.
2: I'm guessing yeah. I'm I'm guessing Big Dom is the only one who's on the road more than Groats, driving around to make sure all the players are safe.
4: I saw <laughs> Dom driving down there. I always see Dom. Dom I see Dom real, all yeah. over the country. Dom, yeah. Dom is yeah. Dom's amazing.
1: Hey, but those, those GPS monitors. Those, hey, I, I gotta tell you, my brother-in-law, he knows where every one of his kids are at every second. You know, you can see it, It's like watching a spy movie. You see these two little legs or whatever walking through there or there. <laughs> I mean, he they. Uh, let's 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 uh be honest I'm, I'm sure the eagles have something like that in those ipads you know or it's, or, it's, or something that they give those guys it's they're a harsh on a world,
2: harsh world in which we live now these days
1: all right groats um
2: since we may or may not got you on again uh by next friday before the season kicks off uh just give us your best generally speaking, Wade, this season, way you want to get real specific and say, they're going to have this record. They're going to beat this team in the first round of the play. They're going to get picked off by. They're not going to get picked off by. They're going back to the Super Bowl. Get as specific or as widespread as you want. How is this season going to start? They're, they're going to Red... win.
1: Yeah. They're going to win double-digit games. There's... Double digits? Yeah. I mean, that's assuming that, you know, most of the key guys are, are still healthy. And, um, yeah, again, that schedule, they, they could start off 10-0 for, for crying out loud. I mean, Ooh, the only 10 the 0. tough Did he there, go from 8 to 10 in about eight, three eight minutes? To nine, to 10 and 0. The only Whoa. tough opponent there is
4: Arizona. I mean, it's like, you know. Yeah. And they won't have DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, he'll be suspended for that game. It, yeah, is yeah, every, soft, everything's breaking. Eagles.
1: It's off schedule. Yeah, they got to stay healthy, and they they they're healthy now. You know, they got just just maintain that health, and um, and with the firepower that they have, you know, it's it's not gonna. I don't think in in those early games, the, the first seven or eight games, it's not gonna matter who's playing safety.
4: They are. They they, so they do have, have the a firepower lot. to put up they're, a lot of their starting lineup on both sides of the football is very, very talented. But if I said, if, you know, and and but when you heard, um, so a lot of it depends on Jalen Hurts. When you heard Nick Sirianni say um, it was his best practice since I've been here, what what was your initial thought, Bob, the hammer growth? So you're going to put the hammer down on Nick Sirianni for hyperbole?
1: I I thought it was just really hot down there in Florida.
4: You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it you know, was. Wasn't it? That, it wasn't yeah. a sultry type of hot? Oh, hundred and three percent humidity, which is not even possible. But yeah, somehow I, I think, it was.
1: I think he was rallying the guys a little bit because, um, you know, he wanted he wanted to say something to to uh, make his team feel good, and um, and I'm sure Hurts did have a good practice, but. Um, uh, I would have loved to have seen it. If that's the best practice ever, let, let's put the film out there for everybody, okay? All right, Mr. Grud, since you've got them 10-0 and 0 coming out of the gate here. Um, it could be. I, I, hey, I, I've never seen – that is the softest schedule I've ever seen. I'll tell
4: you what. It's unbelievable, uh, I, 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 it? I, I got them at 11 wins, so if they start at 10 – Ten and zero—that's going to be a disappointment if they finish yeah. with eleven.
2: That very true. Uh, but there's a there's a soft underbelly on the and the second half too, when they play the Giants and Bears back to back weeks. All right. So if this team is seven and three, and we get you back on week eleven, you're going to go, you know, a little disappointing at seven and three.
1: Yeah. I
2: thought they could get out ten and zero. You really going to go there with us? With
1: that with that schedule, yeah, yeah. I'll come back on here. All right. It's seven and you... three would be good, though. Let's let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I yeah, could I, be okay I...
2: with the seven and three start for the Eagles because I'm with John and we, we've gone round and round about this a bunch of times today. This is a talented roster. The Eagles have a talented roster. Don't know if I agree with Chris Sims that they're top three, but they're certainly top yeah. ten. Yeah. Yeah, and it, with this kind of roster, they should win eleven games. And I, I would even say if they, I think they are under preparing for the season, just on talent alone, they should win eleven. Groats. I would say their offense alone
1: is—they're much more talented. The defense, they got some players there, but I don't think they're nearly as on the level as the as the offense and the talent there. So, um, and that's enough to win, especially in in the NFC East. I mean they, they could end up sweeping the Cowboys this year. The Cowboys are look, look
4: Yeah, the Cowboys lose Tyron Smith, everything. They, I didn't we haven't even brought that up. I mean they,
1: they've lost and they lost a lot of guys in um in the, the yeah, offseason. They lost
4: a lot of Barry guys. Cooper, and, yeah. Yeah. Cedric yeah. Wilson. Uh that's gonna hurt. It won't take teams
1: long week. to figure they only got Zeke, you know, they to, to move the ball down the field. C D Lamb is gonna be doubled. Yeah, that, they just made it really easy to for other teams to defend them.
2: All right, quick, completely unfair question for both of you guys. How many teams in the NFL last year were 6-0 and in their divisional games?
4: Ooh, I'd have to think about that. Um, yeah, me too. Um, were the Cowboys 6-0? and They were the only
2: one. The Is only right? team in the National Football League that went undefeated in their division was the Dallas Cowboys. Man, and they didn't even and... go 6-0. and oh. They went 5-0 and oh because that last one against the Eagles doesn't count. Yeah. But they were the only undefeated team in their division, and I think that could be the same again this year. Only the undefeated yeah. team coming out of the NFC East will be the Philadelphia Eagles.
4: That could be. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, the, I'm still going split. I'm still going split, so – they both might be five and one uh, in the division that my problem is, is the spot that second Cowboys game Christmas Eve in Dallas, which is bad enough, but it's also the third consecutive road game. That's a bad spot. That's the only bad spot on this Eagle schedule, which is really easy. Uh, right Nick, afternoon, Nick show them
1: a, he'll, he'll show them a bunch. He'll, He'll show them the movie about Scrooge or something, you know, and get them to believe that, uh, you know, they're Scrooge and they got to do this uh, metamorph I
4: thought I was getting Scrooge over, and I overnight. get 10 and 0 from Bob hey, that I that's want an opportunity. Scrooge.
1: That Christmas Eve in Dallas, that's an opportunity.
2: When uh, they uh, when they uh, go into Dallas on Christmas Eve, the only video I want Nick Sirianni showing is Jeff Garcia saying, Merry Christmas, Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> They've done it before. They can do it again. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I actually think they can go six, no individual. Remember that.
1: That was uh, pretty fun. All
2: right, Groats. Right, good fellas. job out of you. Where are you off to? You're in the uh, car. You're going somewhere. You're yeah. going to your sister in laws or your. Uh, no,
1: I'm headed to Detroit for the opener. I know it's a little bit early. (laughs) It's a little early, but uh, I want to get parking. The parking situation.
4: Yeah, it is awful. I'll I'll see in Romulus. All right. Yeah, Uh, Uncle Joe's.
1: Uncle Joe's and Romulus. All right. That
4: is my brother. Thanks, man.
2: Thanks. Uh, He's just fun. He's flat out fun, and I love having growth on. He's a He's a one-of-a-kinder. All right, McMullen and McDonald coming back. We got a couple of minutes left here. I'm Birds 365. Don't go anywhere.
7: Plan your day with confidence. Definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand. And keep your family safe with Action News and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Well over seven inches of rain. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising right now. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. On TV, on 6abc.com, and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you. Action News and AccuWeather
6: To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career
3: opportunities with Local 98, visit us, IBEW98.org.
8: At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free.
7: You're telling me that bottle is cut in half?
8: You could say that. Go for the pulse
2: J Mac at J Mac. McMullen and over Young Birds 365. All right, we got a couple minutes left. We'll try and make the most of it. Uh, John, you have a great attention for detail. That's one of the things I appreciate working with you every single day. Um, can I ask you a question? At what point today on the show did I say, and I have no problems with the Dallas Cowboys sitting their starters for the preseason?
4: Uh, I did not hear you say that. Yeah,
2: there's there's a reason you didn't hear it, because I didn't say it. <laughs> uh, but according to Stephen Jackson on our stream, Jody has no problem with the Cowboys not playing preseason games, but the Eagles will fall short because of it. He's misstated what I yeah, said uh, in both so. halves of his sentence.
4: Happens For those of
2: you who weren't paying attention, yeah. like Stephen Jackson let me restate what I felt after the Eagles game against the Dolphins the other day. First of all, I've said nothing about the Cowboys. In the last 15 minutes, now, I said with Groats, I think they go. That's I think the first time we
4: mentioned... I, I mentioned Micah Parsons, and then, uh, yeah, but you didn't mention him until that last segment, which right. was about the schedule.
2: And, oh, by the way, I think the Eagles can sweep the Cowboys this year. I think the Eagles can sweep the division. I think they can go 6-0. So, where he came up with... Jody said nothing about the. There's a reason why he said nothing about the Cowboys sitting at starters because I said nothing about the Cowboys. I think, in general, across the National Football League, any team that put all their starters in mothballs for the entire preseason, Philadelphia Eagles being one of them, uh, is it, it, it's a mistake, my opinion. I think you need to get some guys, some reps in the field. Uh, yeah, uh, the Eagles are healthy. That's a good thing. All 22 of their starters will be ready. We'll see if they hit the ground running. Here's what bothered me about the game the other day against the Dolphins. The Eagles subs sucked. And I'm not talking about the fact that the Dolphins ran out to a 17-0 lead because that was a mismatch. Same thing as the Cowboys last year beating the Eagles' JV the last week of the season. Who the hell cares? Eagles didn't try and win. So that game doesn't even matter to me. But at some point, the Dolphins pulled all their starters off, too, to join the 33 guys that weren't dressed for the Eagles. And then the Dolphins subs went through the Eagles subs like a hot knife through butter. And let's say, oh, I don't know, week, I got the Eagles schedule here in front of me, week 11, they're playing the Colts at the Colts. No Carson Wentz anymore, Matt Ryan. And James Bradbury gets hurt the week before, and he's not ready to go. And you have to throw in one of the backup defensive backs. Mac McCain will be gone. A whole bunch of these guys will beat the other day. Will be yeah, gone.
4: Zach Somebody's got to come off like the I bench. Said, we're we're yeah. really
2: confident in the three starting Eagle cornerbacks. If not, How's the other Mac man going to come off the bench and play against uh, yeah. a team like yeah. the Colts, Matt you know,
4: It's fair to question the depth at certain positions. There's no doubt about that. And, you know, depth is an issue. Um, and, and corners one, Zach McPherson didn't even dress. And I don't know if he can play to be honest. Right. Um, so I, I, you know, the other guys, I don't have a ton of confidence in, but you know, I think the bigger issue in preseason is the quarterback play, and the quarterback play uh, from Reed Sinet and Carson Strong is just not going to be to where you can win those types of games. So I can't get too worked up about it. But I do want to say, because I didn't mention, I want to congratulate Jeff Kerr because we have our new uh, lineup today on, on, on Jacob Sports and the Jacob Sports YouTube channel. We finally got a lead in, Jody. Uh, good morning, NFC East, with Jeff Kerr. He had his first show. Now, Rick Saratella, the football playbook, after us, our, our buddy Rick Saratella. So, hey, we got some company, but we're the foundation, Jody. You That's and I. Uh, That's we,
2: we were here first. Um, All right, so, McMahon, what's your schedule look like the rest of this week?
4: You know, I I don't have the schedule yet. Obviously, uh, cut down day is tomorrow. Howie Roseman uh, is going to speak to us. I wish I could tell you I know what time. But but... he's
2: not going to do that till.
4: No, it's going to be after 4 o'clock. Right. um, uh, That's the deadline, so he's going to speak to us. They are practicing. Now, I was told in Miami, so this might be an indication of uh, and we got to go a little bit early because of Rick. So I'll try to get this out quick. Um, I, I was told in Miami that they were going to have a walkthrough today. Now they're going to practice. So maybe Nick was a little upset and said, you know what? You guys are going to get out there. Good for practice. the coach. Good so, for the coach. So I'll try to uh, see what that change is about. That's at about two 35 ish, I believe. So they are going to practice today.
2: All right. Now, are you allowed to watch a minimal amount of practice? Is that the way? Uh, yeah, we're
4: in you? regular season mode. No full practices, just 10, 15 minutes. Uh, and it training camp is officially over. We are on to the regular season. Jody McDonald.
2: And your uh, practice times are going to change to later in the day? Or yeah, typically, still...
4: the, last year was the afternoon. Today's going to be the afternoon. So hopefully, it's always going to be in the afternoon.
2: Well, that's what I'm rooting for, because uh, we like to have the mac guys together here on Birds 365 every single day. Johnny's good when he's a guest, too, but uh, I like him better uh, as uh, my co-host. All right, uh, we got to thank Bob Grudd for hopping on. Uh, you were traveling yesterday. I was doing two shows yesterday, WIP and CBS. So uh, we, we put out as many guest requests as we could. And we didn't hit on many of them. So thank Groats for uh, jumping in at the last second and entertaining. If he entertained me and only me, I'm good with that because I love the guy. Um, and we'll try and get you a couple more guests because the countdown is on. To the start of the season in Detroit, only Twelve days from now. Now that we've got this episode of Birds three sixty five in our rearview mirror, partner, uh, I'll see you back here at eight o'clock tomorrow. That was cut down you? day,
4: big day, big day tomorrow. Cut down day officially,
2: and uh, we will be here to talk about it, leading into the cutdowns that the Eagles have to make. Catch Mac a Mac back here in two and two.
3: You've been listening to Birds three sixty five. <laughs> 365.
0: <laughs>